Welcome to Making Good Choices podcast. I am your host, Sarah Quizera, and I'm here with my amazing husband. Hi, babe. Hi, babe. Hi, everyone <laughs> listening out there. Praise the Lord. Excited yeah. to be here, and we are excited that you are out there listening to this wonderful podcast. Absolutely. And of course, we always bring weekly updates, and this week has been way different. It's really funny because if you Google it, it's a Jewish holiday. I mean, you might not have to Google it. You might already know it, but it's it's almost like we've stepped into a new year. I am helping our pastors homeschool one of their children, and that's my serve. So I, I get to serve them and use my gifts, and it's been really cool and really fun so far. And so while I'm doing that, what are you doing? I've been up and down trying to connect many of us have had about a wedding coming up so we are trying to put some of the pieces together so that this is a memorable moment uh-huh. for a wonderful couple yeah yeah Aaron and Maureen is who he's talking about I've been posting about them we talked about it on here last week and even the week before that um, and so as we jump in there are a lot of cool things going on with our church with share the love um, the kids still aren't back in school. It, it's it's a different kind of season, but it's really rewarding if you. You're, it's going to be what you see it as. So, we are excited about this episode because this episode we have the Mugole, known as the bride. <laughs> yes, the bride named Maureen um, of this wedding that we have just gone full force behind because there are many people who want to get married here, but due to uh, the bride price or the dowry or certain expectations that they have to meet, a certain amount of money they have to have, they won't get married. Yet so many people want to be married. So we are pushing through, telling the mountain to move. And um, yeah, it's exciting. So you get to hear from Maureen. She has an amazing story and can't wait for you to hear it. Maureen, welcome to Making Good Choices podcast. Thank you. Thank you. You didn't have to travel very far to come here. No, (laughs) I didn't. So you just had a birthday. Yes. So by the way, Maureen, she is the one who we've been telling you about. She is the Mugole. What does that even mean? (laughs) You would bride. (laughs) Bride. How does it feel? Well, it feels nice. It feels nice. <laughs> yeah. Like, how, what's different now? Like, the difference is the excitement or the joy is knowing you're going to do something legal. Like, mm. you're crossing to the other side of doing what is right. Uh-huh. And not only before sons of men, but before, the, before Christ mm. you get. So, that's where the excitement is or the joy of this whole thing this is really funny because we've been doing classes with you and Aaron and one of the first classes we had you take a personality test do you remember that yes I do and you were you it came out that you were an Enneagram one and what that means is you love when things are right yes (laughs) And so it's very funny that you say, like, the joy is that it's going to be right. Yes, because everything that you choose to do in life, Mm -hmm. 
there is something they, it has a reason or it carries a reason behind it mm. so besides the parting and being married officially uh-huh. what's behind the reason why you want to be married like many people are out there staying together and they're very yeah. fine with it you get mm-hmm. so the reason behind it is what carries the joy or the sadness of what you're going to do ah uh, so tell us why are you so excited about this like what how did you come to this decision that Aaron was it many people ask Emma and I how did you know that Emma was for you how did you know that Sarah was for you so I'm going to ask you how did you know that Aaron <laughs> I call him crazy Aaron he's awesome how did you know that he was for you no that was when I just given birth you know that time when you give birth when you're not married okay back up tell us so there's that time when you you're in just a there's a situation where you're so up and down you're actually there and then something happens there's this one guy that came mm-hmm. he wanted to marry me and he had almost all the things that I I wanted like all the things that you wanted in the actually, husband not even some things that I had put before me and I mm. was like okay if someone comes and is doing this and this uh-huh. and this and this yeah okay i think i would go with this person you get wow. so this guy comes in he's a cool guy he's a fine guy actually i would say he's one of the guys that any girl would get and wouldn't want to let go mm. he was caring he was respecting he was doing everything you get but every time i went back to my knees to pray about this guy uh-huh. and every time i was asking god what's up with this guy is he the right one i would actually see Aaron in the picture oh there's no single <laughs> thing. <laughs> yes like wow. i kept on asking my mom i was like mom every time i pray i mm-hmm. never see this guy anywhere and i'm not even seeing Aaron or talking about him or even thinking about him wow. i'm just trying to give this guy a second chance so i go before christ <laughs> And I'm like, God, show me, show me, let talk to me, talk to me, like tell me about this guy. Right. And I've never seen this guy in the picture of anything. And everything <laughs> he was doing, the caring, the all that would actually give me a hard time. Just imagine. Sure. Every lady would want someone that would care about them, call them every now yeah. and then, check on them. But when someone you don't love does all those beautiful things, they never right. seem to be beautiful you get yeah. so i get it and, <laughs> and that that's really good i want people to hear that and if you're a guy listening and you're the one doing all of those things and the woman is not reciprocating she's not you know giving you that time and or that space in her heart just know there's nothing wrong with you you take that before God. Maybe you're doing that for the wrong woman. <laughs> Actually, he was so good. Uh-huh. And I would feel bad and I would tell God, how did I even get myself in this? <laughs> like you would look for all excuses uh-huh. to chase him yeah. or to turn him down. Mm-hmm. And you don't get any. You get. Right. But inside your heart, you don't have or feel anything about him. Right. So at the end of that day, I had to let him go. Wow. So on paper... On paper, you could check the boxes, but in your heart, in your no. spirit, when you went to pray, I wouldn't even. 
<laughs> you know there are times when you talk to someone you love and after even when you go off the phone mm-hmm. the words or the discussions or everything that you guys have had comes back in mind you get in right. memory you it comes back it keeps oh, yeah. sounding you yep. get but now with someone that you don't love or you're not attached to <laughs> however much they do a lot of things or nice things beautiful things mm-hmm. they just do things and by the time they walk away they go with everything nothing sounds back in your heart wow. or your mind and that's a really good sign that's a really good i don't know what you would call it checkpoint <laughs> Like, is what people ask us all the time, how do you know it's the one? How do you know he's the one? It's a really good sign. If if you just have a conversation with someone who you are dating or thinking about dating or pursuing, and what they're telling you and how they make you feel is, is not continuous, it doesn't sound, as you say, yes. then it's probably a sign that that person is not it. <laughs> Even when they have the best qualities, you right. know the most funny thing is, most of the people that have approached me have actually more qualifications that sure. he does. But since we are not looking at qualifications, uh-huh. you just follow what your heart tells you and what the spirit says about someone you get. Mm-hmm. So, Okay, so you let that guy go, and then what happened? I let this guy go, and here comes back Aaron. Aaron Kamunda. <laughs> and he comes back in a time when I actually was mm-hmm. not even thinking about it. Mm. I'd given myself time and all that. So he comes back. He comes back and you're like, okay. But even then, you first list down some things in case someone comes back. Uh, what are the qualifications? Is he matching to what I need? Yeah. So he comes and he falls direct to all these and at the end of the day I feel so peaceful mm. in my heart that's the first thing before looking about any other thing I always follow my heart and what I feel about someone mm-hmm. before looking about the money the what like the other ladies would do right I first look at my inner person connecting with him mm-hmm. when we connect and we are free yes uh-huh <laughs> so what happened? Tell us. No, like when he comes and then after some time, the first time he actually came, uh-huh. wanted to go visit home. Mm-hmm. was like, I have to go we visit home and we do the things the right way. And in my heart, I was like, no. And if you remember, I told when the first time he told me that, mm-hmm. I told him one thing before you even say it out. I'm giving you a month or all the time that you need to go back and think about it. Like, mm. I don't want this marriage that comes out of excitement and the end of the day, it's sad news. We're all over everywhere. Uh-huh. And you told me one thing. I took all the time before saying this. It's not something that I've just thought about, like, yeah. within a minute. Uh, yeah. Aaron doesn't just say things. Yeah. He told me I didn't just say it. Uh-huh. And in the first place, you didn't ask me to marry you. I'm coming to you. Right. <laughs> and that was like a few months or a year back. Uh-huh. So he comes back to tell me this again. And this time round, he was not even around. He mm. calls me, we talk, and then it's like, I want us to get this thing officially done. Yeah. So in my heart, I didn't want to argue or say anything that would contradict 
I just told him, okay, it's okay. So he sets the dates. Mm-hmm. And in my heart, I just knew about one thing. If he's sure about what he's saying, then he will do what he has to do. Yeah. So he comes back from up country where he had gone for work. Uh-huh. And he tells me I'm meeting Bishop, I'm meeting Zay, yeah. and also tell mom. And I'm like, are you serious? Uh-huh. And he's like, how would I send you to tell mom about this whole thing if I wasn't serious? How would I go to Bishop or right. to Pastor Isaac uh-huh. if he, I'm not serious? And I first didn't tell mom. I wanted to see him <laughs> take the step before I took the step. And he went ahead and met Bishop. He went ahead uh-huh. and met Pastor Isaac. Mm-hmm. And he comes back and asks me, did you tell mom? Because the things are already running. I've talked to Bishop. I've talked to Pastor. So tell mom. And tell everyone mm-hmm. home. And I'm like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so this is funny. When you say bishop, she's talking about Emma. If you know, we've, we've used bishop a couple times, but if you're new to the podcast, she's talking about Emma. And then Pastor Isaac, which is Emma's brother. Yes. <laughs> so, and they all grew up together, really. So where did Ethan fall in there? You have such a beautiful story of how God, what I know about you, and Pastor David, our pastor says it all the time. It's never too late to make a comeback. Yes. And what I was told about you before, you're such a powerful minister, (laughs) school's outreach, you're doing your thing, and now you have Ethan. Tell us about Ethan. No one knows on the podcast who Ethan is. <laughs> so yeah, tell I, us. Ethan is my baby. Ethan is my son. And how old is he? Ethan is making three years this year, mm-hmm. in December 29th. On Aaron's birthday, which is yes, really great. Yes, they share the same birthday, December 29th. Mm-hmm. So, okay, this is the beginning. Mm-hmm. I grew up in church. Mm-hmm. I've been a minister all this time. Right. Under the leadership of Bishop. Uh huh. But to all ministers or to all Christians, I may say, it's not like we are perfect. Right. At some point, we fall off. But when you fall off, what happens next? Do you fall for good or something? Mm. So, me, one thing that I bless the Lord is just that He gave me the opportunity or the grace to come back. Because many of, some people have been in church and they've moved out and moved out for good, you get. So I don't take this for granted. I don't take this as being, it's an obvious thing I had to come back. Mm -hmm. I mean, I was a minister. I've seen many that were actually more than me Mm -hmm. and they've not come back to church. So this is one thing. Like after? Yes, after they messed up. To one point, they were in church. Mm -hmm. So they messed up. And they left church, they left ministry, they left everything to do with Christ. You get right. So me, I thank God every day of my life that He gave me the grace to come back. Yeah. And and so, I mean, you've known Aaron. Yes. So Aaron comes back into your life. Yes. After said guy, you let him go. Yeah. Aaron comes in, and you say he messed up. Yes. You guys had Ethan. Before we got married. Uh-huh. Yes. So you had Ethan. And what I love about you, and which this podcast is all about, sometimes making making good choices is very hard. I know that, that especially here. Yes. 
when you get pregnant, you've been ministering, yet you still make the choice to push forward. True. How did you do that? Now, it's about realizing, the first thing is about realizing that you've fallen or you've made a mistake. Mm. From that point, it's when you do a comeback. Because you never do a comeback without noticing or knowing where you fell from, you mm. get. So when we got Ethan or when I conceived, yeah. I knew it was a mistake. Mm. But which mistake, I wouldn't give the devil the opportunity to put me down, like to mm. step on me, you get. So I choose to come back wow. and seek the Lord. First of all, it takes time to first yield to the spirit, repent before you do any other thing. Making sure your relationship with Christ is back mm. before any other thing comes on, like ministry wow. or something right. like that. Because it's a different thing coming. It's a different thing coming back to ministry, yet you're not yet healed or you've not yet made your relationship with Christ right. You get. So it was the first thing. I always told God, if I have you, I have everything. If I have you, I have my family. Mm. And the father of the kid accepts. That's all that I need. The other things would come as a by the way. Mm -hmm. And immediately, God helped me to set that right. I came back to wow. church, but before that, it took me something like a year before coming wow. back to church. Really? You get. And I remember the last time you guys were here with your team, uh-huh. and the stand-up stand-out, yep. that was the time that I made my comeback to mm-hmm. church. Wow. Yes. So I feel like some people, actually many people have been through these things, or they're secretly going through something like that. What role did shame play? Did you feel like there were, was shame? Because I feel like people are dealing with shame. They won't come back or they won't even make a decision to move forward because they feel shameful. Yes, that's true. Shame is there, but mm-hmm. it also helps you to make a choice. Because when I got pregnant, I knew this was bringing shame to my family, to my life, to my church. Mm. How would I look at the pastors again? How would I look at the people that have been leading in all this ministry thing you get? Sure. But it's like what I said, all you get from that point where you get your courage is from the place of your relationship with Christ. Right. When you get that done, then it ceases to be shame again. And by the time you choose to do what is right, that shame ceases to be shame and it becomes a testimony you get. Yeah. Here you have a testimony to share. Here you have the words of courage, an example of a comeback or a stand-up to the rest. If someone would look at me and be like, okay, she once messed up and we thought she was gone. But Mm. if she managed to come back, Mm. I can also still come back. Yeah. You get. So that's where the point is of your comeback or the joy that gets to your salvation. I love that you say, <laughs> yeah, the joy of our salvation. It puts a whole other view on it, a whole other element to it. Now, we're not counselors on here by profession. <laughs> <laughs> we're just talking. But what would you tell the people who maybe the father isn't accepting the kid? Like now, we have, you are about to marry Aaron. 
Yes. The father of Ethan. <laughs> Daddy Ethan is what you would call him here. But for some ladies, that's not the case. Yes. What can you encourage them with? The first thing is getting strong mm. as a lady. Because the first, this whole thing, mm-hmm. when I got pregnant, uh-huh. this is what I did. I knew that that would happen maybe to a certain point. Mm. He would deny the pregnancy or he would run. So this is what I told him. I told him, whether you accept or not, I'm get, giving birth. You mm. get, and yeah. I'm not pushing you or forcing you into this. Because whenever you force something, it makes your life miserable. Mm. You get. Wow. So I gave him a time and a period of time to sort himself. And with this time, I was alone. He was alone. We are in different places. I was mm. home. He was also alone. And in during this time, I wore shoes. Or I, I put myself in a place where I had no man. Mm. But that does not give me a reason to neglect my kid. It actually pushes sure. me to being more strong mm. than I would be with him. It opened my eyes, my mind to think wider. Mm. Seek God on the behalf of me and my son. Wow. And also lean fully on him. Because yeah. in most cases, when you have someone to lean on, mm. God is partly, you get. But when you're pressed on a wall and you have no refuge, God turns to be your own refuge, you get. Yeah. And that's the courage that I used to have. And that's wow. one thing that I can tell other ladies. Nothing is impossible. We can do this. They yeah. can do this. <laughs> with or without the men yeah. supporting. They can do this. We can do this. And I love that you established a relationship with God before you even thought about rekindling. Right? Yeah. <laughs> so, okay. So now that we know that story, it's so unique because... Many, 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 many people may have a child out of wedlock and the parents maybe are at even odds with each other. But your story is so unique in the sense that now the parents are literally getting married next month. (laughs) Next month, it's two years later and you're getting married. Like holy matrimony married. (laughs) Which is so beautiful. And uh, and th- there was that one point that you said that you went to God first. You made your relationship with God right first. Yes. And I think that is what made all the difference. True. So, like, I feel like there may be some women who are hoping. Actually, I, I know exactly. Even when we first got here, when I we yeah, me and God, when I first got <laughs> to Uganda, we would meet with people. There was even a woman who said that I'm waiting on my daughter's father to see what he's going to do. But it had been many years, you know, that, that waiting of, or expecting someone to, to come back to you. And sometimes they never come back. Sometimes they never come back. But what you said about, no, I had to get my relationship with God right first. And then look what God has done. By the way, that reminds me, even mm. when before I got into this relationship thing, mm. when I was still young, I would always pray and ask God to help me because of the many people, the many stories I, I used to see or hear. 
of people giving birth here and there, getting married here and there, sure. I always kept this in prayer. I didn't know who my husband was going to be. I was not expecting any kid, mm. but I used to pray and ask God to please help me. Mm. Wherever I start from, I should finish from there. Wow. You get. So it also helps in the seeds that we sow as we are running this journey. Wow. It, you don't just wait for the thing to happen. Mm-hmm. You get. You pray and you sow a seed for that next thing that you want to see happen to you. Okay, so what kind of prayers and seeds are you sowing <laughs> into your marriage or into this next season of your life? First of all is when I talk about making a choice, mm-hmm. it's first of that's the number one thing or the first key is making your choice. You either choose to go for good or fall for good or you choose to fall and know and notice that you've fallen but you still need to come back. Mm. You get. And then the other thing is being honest with Christ. You know, one thing that I have realized more so with ministers, mm. I don't know, but here in Uganda, or sure. one thing that I've noticed with the people that I've mm. been around with, we always fear people more than we fear Christ. You get. Wow. So we bring people. Yeah, that's before, worldwide. Yes, mm-hmm. before Christ. I What I mean. I may fear doing something because Sarah is going to see me. Sure. Okay, what happens if Sarah is not there? Forgetting mm-hmm. God is there. Right. So the first thing that I did when in my comeback, I remember I told one of my friends, I told them I'm back and this is going to be a new me. Mm-hmm. No more salvation that deals with people, what people are going to say, what people are going to think. That, that sure. All that does not matter to me. All that matters is what God is seeing, what God is thinking about me. Mm-hmm. And the moment I get to that knowledge of where it's God first, because for him, he sees deep inside our hearts. Right. People only see what we show them. Mm-hmm. They don't know what is in the inside of us. But God knows even the thoughts, even our inner thinking. I mean, everything about us, you right. get even where no man can see, God sees. Where no man can touch, God mm. does touch there. You get. So when I realized that, I was like, okay, now it ceases to be about people and it's about Christ now. Mm-hmm. And that's the life that I began moving. You get. Yes. So what do your prayers look like now for, the, for this coming season? <laughs> Number one, I think I think or I pray. Uh-huh. First of all, God is will to be done. Because we may have our plans, mm-hmm. but it is him that establishes them mm-hmm. in the wrong run you get. Yeah. But one thing that I I have in mind or we have in mind is number one, beginning uh being a fully minister, like fully minister. Mm-hmm. What I mean, a yeah. minister that has no blemish. Sure, you like get. without reproach. After you've done the right thing, it gives you the courage to stand and uh-huh. do the right thing. It puts you to a place where you can stand in the scriptures and claim what is fully yours. You get sure. And then the other thing, you stand in a better position to speak or to minister to the other youths or to the people that are going through the same thing that you were going through. 
but they have no one to talk to them. Mm-hmm. And you can't talk to them when you're in the, still in the same boat with them. It's unless God gives you the grace to cross over and you serve as an example, as a good example, as an encouragement, and you can come back and strengthen the others. Yeah. Yes. So you're, I, I love that, that the seeds you're sowing is about other people. <laughs> this yes. is good. Now, with marriage, marriage is a whole other ball game. We, we always tell you guys, the wedding, people, some people are like, the wedding is, oh, it was the best day of my life. And if that is the case, when you're 50 years down the road, you have a problem. Even if you're a year down the road, you have a problem. Because <laughs> our God loves to take us from glory to glory, to glory, from strength to strength. He wants us to grow Amen. in him and grow together. So what are you looking forward to as a wife? A wifey, a helpmate. <laughs> what are you looking forward to? First of all is to begin ministry in life, in family. Because mm. even one thing that I've learned from sure. our classes, ministry, marriage is not all about loving each other or taking care of kids or anything. It, it also carries ministry down the road mm. where a wife has to submit, the man has to love, and also children have their roles in the marriage right. we get. Mm-hmm. So one thing that I'm excited is that God is getting us from one level to another. I'm yeah. going to be in position to stand and pray for my husband. Yeah. I'm going to be in position to stand and claim what is fully belongs to us, mm-hmm. or what is fully belonging to our family. Right. To support my man fully or my husband fully. Yep. To be there for him, love on him, yeah. cherish him, show, showing us Christ because Christ is love. Yeah. You get. Yes. Yeah, that's that's really good. And ministry looks completely different if you want to do it in family. It it's really awesome. Even little Ethan <laughs> will be doing ministry. Yes. When we say doing ministry, we're really talking about serving serving people. Serving serving people to be the hands and feet of Jesus, yes. like serving where God wants us to be, doing what he wants us to do. Yes. So that that's really great. You are getting married, and we, we keep saying it, but I want people to know the magnitude of it, how big it is. Not saying how big the wedding is, but how big it is that you and Aaron have decided to get married in a place where many people are hesitant or if they want to be married, yes. there are a lot of, a lot of things they have to do first, or they have to have a certain amount of money or have to have this many cows <laughs> or X, Y, Z, you fill it in. Right. Yes. And then people just resort to fear, hopelessness, uh, cohabiting, like living together, or there are many people who want to be married. We we talk to many people. They say, oh, I want to be married, my spouse, all of this. But what we're seeing is not lots of marriages. What we're seeing is people in fear and hopeless. But you guys have made the choice to get married. Yes. How are you doing that? How did you make that decision? We are getting married no matter what happens. No, 
like I told you, it's not about the marriage, but it's the mind before the marriage. For our sake, we are ministers. You get so we wanted to first do what is right before Christ. Because that's what Christ wants from us, righteousness. So from that place, it's not about the many the amount of money that you have. It's not about the lots of money. It's not all about the showbiz. It's all about doing the right thing. <laughs> you get all the maids. All the maids. <laughs> it's all about doing what you feel and what yeah. you know is right before Christ. Yeah. And then and the next right thing. And that's what's the next right thing for you. Yes. So we came up with this or we decided on this. First of all, to do the right thing. Secondly, to have a fully like a full family mm. with our son living right. together, staying together, mm-hmm. giving ourselves enough time with our boy, feeling our, our boy or our son getting both love from mom and dad. Yeah. You get, because right now as we speak, he's not so much into him because mm-hmm. they get limited time. Yeah. You get, <laughs> he only sees him like uh-huh. once in a while or once in a week. So, That's definitely something to look forward to. Yes. So we want to get a complete family. We want to stand and be an example to the youths out there that Mm -hmm. these things are real and these things are possible. Right. It's not about the money. It's not about anything. Yeah. It's all about a decision making, waking up in the morning and you realize what we are doing, it's sin before Christ. Uh Uh-huh. And you cease to have that guilt because one thing that I've always been having and what has actually pushed us more, it's the guilt. Mm. In this process, I've learned one thing. The grace that we have is different. You may be doing something wrong and you're fine with it. You get, like you may be staying with a man and you're not married, but you feel fine. I mean, you don't feel anything <laughs> at heart like that guilt sure. or that or the way you feel like you're not supposed to you don't be doing feel convicted. this. You're not feeling convicted. You don't feel anything. And then there's a time when I choose to do what you're doing and I can't have peace. Yeah. You get. Every time things. I'm reminded about this is seen. Even mm. when before anything else happens, before a man says anything to make you feel bad. The spirit is telling you, mm. you're not in the right place. Like you're not supposed to be here. Yeah. This is sin. No matter how you try to cover it up, you'll mm. never have that peace or that joy. You get. Yeah. And by the time you, every time you try to deny yourself a chance to do things right, you always live a life of denial. You'll mm. deny yourself first. Yeah. People will deny you. You'll fake a life. You get. Yep. You oh, want yeah. to show people, mm. I'm doing this. I'm still here. But at the end of the day, you're just hustling with everything, with ministry, and then you get this whole life where you f- you live a life of no joy, yeah, a pretense. And from that po- in, from that point, you tend to be proud. But not because you're yeah. proud, but because you're trying to cover up something. <laughs> yeah. There's some fear that you're trying to cover up, mm. that you don't want to be exposed. So you try to be proud. Pastor Amy told us once that people that are proud, it's not because they are, but it's because they are 
scared about exposing the real them. Yeah. <laughs> and that's what I call a fake life. Yes. You get so we don't want to keep staying in this fake life where we have to pretend you're married uh-huh. or you're single and then you don't want to hustle with ministry. You can't step on the pulpit. You have to do this, but you're not in the right place. Mm. You get yes. Yeah. And the grace of God is so good. He brought you to us. Amen. <laughs> and now you're living with us. Yes. We're pre- trying to prepare the bride for what- <laughs> which is a beautiful experience. I've had oh gosh. Experience. Yeah. What has it been like for you? Well, it has been Very a funny. good experience, like learning more, and also helping us to be separate. Uh huh. Till we do the things the right way. So this time I'm enjoying my time here with the Quizera, having fun. <laughs> You're such a blessing to us. We have, we're enjoying it too. And before I came here and got married, I stayed with my friend Oyen, which that, that's a whole God story. I put it on Instagram, <laughs> but it's a whole God story. God put me in her house. She is African. Yes. And it, it was just so wonderful, just for a few months, just like you, <laughs> just for a few months. And that was something that I will never forget, an experience I will never, ever forget. So whenever we f- were feeling like the Spirit was saying, ask Marie to live here. By the in the first place, when he mm-hmm. mentioned that, uh-huh. when he told me he wanted to marry me and we began this process, mm. in my heart, I knew I was supposed to stay away uh, but didn't have an idea of where i'm going yeah you get since it was close to my work sure my home was very far so yep. i wouldn't imagine myself going home and coming this side for work mm-hmm. you get so i kept being there but at the back of my mind and i kept telling him you know what with that we are not supposed to be here mm-hmm. But to some extent, he didn't really understand what I was trying to say. Yeah. But me in my spirit, I'd already felt like, okay. That's why when you guys posted me or suggested that, I was so happy. And I actually went back and told you, you know what? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So it is a very beautiful experience being here, having good time, learning. Yeah. It's really great. You're such a blessing. And, you know, when the spirit, the spirit is so smart. He never does one thing that only impacts one person. Like okay. this is not just impacting you and Aaron. This is impacting us wow. as well. So I love how the spirit works because he never does things just randomly. Like, okay, you stay there for this many months and then that's it. You get married. <laughs> it's, it's a, these things are eternal. These things that we've chosen to do. Yes. And one thing that you said about, you know, I didn't know where to stay. It was close to my work. <laughs> you know, that's that's how it always is, right? Yes. Whenever you have a chance to be tripped up <laughs> in life by the enemy or just by your own choices, it's always convenient. It, it could be right next to your work. Oh, it could be, oh, it's it's less expensive. I know. <laughs> those, those kind of things. Yeah. That's always a sign to me 
that's one of the signs that I use to discern a lot of things. Is it the most convenient thing or is it the right thing? But the spirit is smart. If he has started something, if God has began something, he will bring it through. So he began it. He had Aaron talk to all the people. He had you talk to your family. And he said, okay, we're going to bring this thing full to completion. And not halfway. Not not having this part in darkness, but this part in light. It's going to be light the entire way. Yes. So that's, it's just going to be so wonderful. There, There's something else that I want you to talk about um, that I've noticed about you. Yes. From just getting to know you better, you living here, us talking, is your faith. Yes. You have big faith. I want you to encourage people with that. Even... Even like when you tell me sometimes, you you talk to yourself. I, I just talked to myself and I told myself. <laughs> I want you to explain that to people. Yes. Uh-huh. First of all, it's all about knowing your position in Christ. Mm. Knowing yeah, talk about that. who you are in Christ mm-hmm. and the power that you carry. Yeah. And then you exercise the word, which is faith. Mm-hmm. Because by the time you're exercising the word, it's not like you're seeing it. Right. <laughs> so that brings you back to faith. And what has always helped me is one thing that I've always known who I am in Christ. Mm. And I've gotten to that point where I don't need someone to tell me, even when they preach, they preach. Yeah. But you go back and examine yourself mm. and you exercise the power behind the word that was preached or the word that you've read or the word that you've heard. Yeah. You get. So from that point, you build your faith. You speak to yourself. I mean, the Bible says you can even speak to the mountains Mm. and they will move. So if I can't say a mountain, my situation (laughs) is my mountain. You Mm -hmm. get this thing that I'm believing God is a mountain. So I have all the power and authority in the right position to speak to my situation and it will obey because I've seen all this happen. Yeah. Give yeah. us an example. <laughs> Give us an example. So when you, as, so when you talk to yourself and you just seen God show up. Okay. This is a weird example. I always call it weird. It's okay. Cause this is nature uh-huh. and there's no one that stops nature. Good. All ladies, we all know mm-hmm. there's that time of every month where you yep. have to expect your peas. Uh-huh. Now, this is when... I like how you said that. <laughs> nice and polite. <laughs> yes, like, I've, there's no single day that I've been out for ministry mm-hmm. and I've had my peas. Uh-huh. Simply because I speak and I know I have the power that lies on my tongue. Uh-huh. Even when I see the sign, even when I see it when start. Feel, yeah. But the mere fact that I'm going to be out busy doing ministry, being for a week, be it for days, be it for a month. Yeah, like a mission. Yes, like a mission, like this stand-up, stand-out where we go three days or a week, and then there are times when you're out for a mission for a full week. Yeah. I would actually speak to myself, and I tell myself, I tell the Spirit, you know what, Spirit of God, this not now. Yeah. It can come (laughs) any other time when I'm back home. Mm. And I just speak like that. And at the end of that day, God hears yeah. to what we speak or what we say. 
and even this nature has ears to hear yeah. and obey right <laughs> and it will stop that's incredible it will stop even when you've seen it yeah like seen it it will hear what you say and it will stop and it has always been stopping until <laughs> at the end of the mission uh-huh. like what i mean at the end of the mission right. when we get if we are getting back on friday it mm. can either come back on friday night or first thing saturday morning but <laughs> not the time when i'm out for ministry wow. that, that's a good example <laughs> empowering some women right here yes like, i love that we can speak i have my sister that follows me she never gets sick. Mm-hmm. Actually, she used not to get sick. Mm-hmm. But every month she would be admitted on an emergency case mm. just because of her peas. They would wow. come and then she would have stomach pain. She would vomit. She would get fever. She mm-hmm. would get all crazy and you would rush the hospital without even preparing yourself just because of her yeah. state. Yeah. You would just rush the hospital. Until one day I told her, Viola, you have to stand mm-hmm. and speak to yourself. You can't be going to the hospital, actually be admitted every month just yeah. because of the same thing. You ought to speak to yourself and get your faith up. And I bless the Lord <laughs> yeah. from that time. She did, mm. she did that. Yeah. She has no, she no longer has any problems with herpes. She can even have herpes and go for work. She can yeah. be in herpes and you don't even know. Uh-huh. But those days, everyone would know, even dad in the house. He would <laughs> yeah. know simply uh-huh. because she would really feel so bad. Right. She would vomit, she would get fever, she would get everything. But uh-huh. that was just an attack of the devil, yeah. wanting to put her down every month. Yeah. Yes. Well, that's good. That's a good example. We live by faith, not by sight. True. doesn't matter what you're seeing. No. But that's really good. Faith, calling the things that aren't as though they are. True. Like, Abraham. So how has your relationship with God changed from from season to season? Because now you're in a new season. Yes. How has your relationship changed with God? The first thing is like, in this place, I get to hear good more. Mm. You know, when you choose to do the right thing. Sure. You open up yourself once again. Mm. And we can see that in the Bible over and over and yes. over and over. Mm. Because that that time since ceases to be so loud. Wow. You get, before you choose to do the right thing, sin always comes before you. You find it hard to pray. You find it hard to mm. share. You find it hard to preach. You find it hard to fast. Because every time you're planning or you're preparing yourself to get to that, this... Mm would keep coming back to whisper, are you sure you want to do this? Do you even qualify? Mm. Like your sin is reminding you about everything. The Mm. devil is reminding you about the sin that you have that can't let you come before Christ. Sure. You get, but by the time you choose to stand, Mm. you weaken the devil or you weaken the sin. Yeah. The power. bit of it, the Mm. power that carries it. You get. Yeah. So it brings you to a place where you're, free yeah. to a place where you're so redeemed mm. to a place where you're a free worshiper you're free yeah. to lift your hands you're free to worship you're free to like you're free you're not limited by yeah. anything and that's mm. what i love about it's this so season yeah yes. it's really sweet because that same thing 
prophetically is what that's prepared. That's how it is with you and God. And when you get into your marriage, yes, the Bible says that it, that marriage is a reflection of Christ in the church. Yes. So with your husband, you'll be able to do the same. Yes. And so we'll give you a new chapter of life. And it will be so fresh. (laughs) So that's so awesome. But we're going to wrap up. But at the end of every podcast that we like to ask, what does making good choices mean to you? Making good choices. It's making good choices. It's making a choice that you know will benefit you Mm. and your generation. Mm-hmm. You can do a choice, but not all choices are good. Yeah. You get. So what I get by making good choices is only get, making the choices that are good and benefiting mm-hmm. you and your next generation. So how do you know that? How do you, how do you, Maureen, tell when choices, when a choice is good that will actually benefit you and the generations? It's from the place of, I think, a fruit Mm. where you first have to think about the fruits that you want to bear. It's good, yeah. And then when you get to know, I want to have, there's a a fruit I want to bear in me, then I'll seek for all possible ways Mm -hmm. to water it and help it grow into a good choice so that after many years, or many days, it's it stands out to be a choice that you made that yeah. was wise. Mm. You get and think about the end. Yes, yeah, that's very good. That's awesome. I've enjoyed our conversation. <laughs> I mean, you stay here, so we're gonna hang up, and then we're just gonna cook or something. <laughs> but this has been great. Thank you for coming on the podcast. We're going to have to have you as a guest after you get married so we can see what's happening. But I want to tell the listeners if they want to support, I'm putting a link in the show notes. So down below, you can just click give. You can be praying for these guys. It's so exciting. We have a month, less than a month. month. (laughs) (laughs) It's going to be really awesome. So, Thanks for coming on. Welcome. Thank you for hosting me. All right. Wow, that was such a great podcast with Maureen. And we had so much fun talking. She is really a joy to live with us. She's actually right here when I'm recording. (laughs) It's very funny. But I know that you loved her as much as we do. You loved hearing from her. So, Again, if you want to contribute to the wedding of the season, you can give in the link in the show notes. I hope that you have a wonderful Saturday or whenever you're listening to this, go out and make good choices.